Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Get Moving and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. If you've been wearing shoes most of your life, well, your feet are probably weakened or maybe even injured. And in celebration of April being National Foot Health Month, I'm going to take this opportunity to explain why shoes are not as supportive as they claim to be, and I'll also give you an effective workout to both strengthen and condition your feet. A listener named Aaron called the Get Fit Guy hotline the other day and said, I've had an injury for about the past maybe eight months where I, uh, I think I overwalked my feet and uh, hurt the metatarsal area kind of on the ball of the foot. And I've gone to a couple different uh, podiatrists and uh, they typically are trying to isolate it, maybe get down the um, inflammation that might be there, but it really hasn't worked. And I'm wondering if maybe instead of that and using my orthotics and those kinds of things, I need to instead focus on figuring out how to strengthen those muscles again. Just wondering if I should be focusing on foot strength instead of isolating the foot and making it weaker. You know, this is a great and very common question, Aaron. The foot and ankle are among the most common sites for both acute and chronic injuries in active individuals. And when an injury to the foot or ankle occurs, we end up being limited in our ability to run, jump, kick, and even change directions. The treatment and rehabilitation of these foot injuries is crucial in getting us back to full participation and full function. So... How do we do that? Well, back in 2014, the British Journal of Sports and Medicine published an article called A New Paradigm for Understanding Intrinsic Foot Muscle Function. And that article discusses a core that we really ought to be training, but in reality, we don't often think about it. And this core is nowhere near the abdomen or lower back. Yep, you guessed it, they are talking about the foot core. And in that paper, they draw some really interesting parallels between the small muscles of the trunk region that make up the lumbopelvic core and the intrinsic foot muscles. And in doing so, they introduce the concept of the foot core, a core that I think we should all be spending more time training. Now, why do we need to do this? Well, by the time we reach Aaron's age, which is 44, our feet will have traveled about 70,000 miles, or 112,654 kilometers, if you are like me and use metric. After putting that kind of mileage, or kilometerage, on our feet, it's no wonder that 8 out of 10 Americans say that they've experienced, well, one foot problem or another. 
And even worse than that, one in four Americans report that they are completely unable to exercise due to foot pain. So folks, this is no joke. Despite the fact that 25% of all of our bones are located in or below our ankles, and also that our feet are the foundation of our body, well, many of us neglect our feet. We all know that we should be exercising our arms or our legs and our cardiovascular system, but when is the last time you exercised the muscles in your feet? And yet, without proper muscle strength in our feet, our bodies are destined to become, well, imbalanced and unstable. Luckily, some simple foot exercises can make a big difference. Now, before we get to those, I want to talk a little bit about shoes. Even though most shoes are specifically designed and manufactured for things like performance, protection, correcting footfall, and of course, looking snazzy, well, many of them don't take into account some very important health factors. Factors such as toe boxes that often press your toes together, weakening foot muscles and affecting nerve health, or thick soles with cushioning that can reduce the input to sensory nerves in the feet, which affects balance and the ability to feel variations in walking surfaces. They also have elevated heels that make it almost impossible for the ankle to move through a full range of motion, and that places stress on the hips and the knees and the lower back. And finally, built-up arches, which do all the work instead of allowing the natural arch muscles and ligaments in the foot to carry their own weight, literally and figuratively. Okay, to make this tangential rant about overly controlling shoes quick and dirty, let's simply acknowledge that shoes alter the structure and function of the foot. I mean, this is not a new idea. Way back in 1905, an orthopedist named Dr. Philip Hoffman conducted a comparative study of barefoot and shoe-wearing peoples. He published his results, along with some very telling photos, in the American Journal of Orthopedic Surgery. Now, I'll put some links to these photos in the transcript for this podcast over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com. And when you go and look at those photos, you'll see two different feet, side by side. One that has never worn shoes, and one that has. And there is a pretty big difference. And you can also see how the shoe has changed the direction of the big toe and the littlest toes, or pointing them together. And then, to drive this point home, you can look at another photo which shows the veritable straightness and separateness of the toes of an adult who has never worn shoes, and then you can look down at your own feet. And you know what? We don't even have to get in the Wayback Machine and travel to 1905 to see this difference. Just simply look at the toes of a baby before they've had their piggies jammed into some constraining footwear. The toes have some room between them. They wiggle independently of one another, and none of them twist or overlap. Hoffman concluded that of the, and I quote, 186 pairs of primitive feet examined, he did not find a single foot associated with the symptoms of weakness that are so common in adult shoe-wearing feet, which are weakened by the restraint that the shoes exert over function. So, it is clear that shoes have the ability to alter the natural structure of the foot. Well, at this point, you might be thinking, that's all very interesting and a little bit scary, Brock, but what can a guy like Aaron, who sent the question in, do? 
I mean, he can't go back and erase his years and years of shoe wearing or suddenly stop wearing shoes entirely. Well, the first and perhaps the most important thing that Aaron can do is to stay away from orthotics and lose those rigid shoes that are touted to have plenty of arch support, at least for the majority of the time. That type of shoe does not help you to solve your problem. They simply artificially prop you up, and that leads to weaker and more atrophied foot musculature. Now, there is a time for orthotics, and that time is short. And outside of some extreme cases, they should be a temporary intervention, not a solution. The problem with the very supportive shoes and orthotics is that your feet aren't being allowed to grasp, grip, push, pull, point, and flex inside of a pair of built-up trainers. And because of that, while the rest of your body is getting fit, your feet are getting weaker and soft. To remedy that, the next thing Aaron can do is to spend as much time as possible in bare feet. Now, sadly, most of us actually need to relearn how to use our feet, and the best way to do that is to simply live, breathe, eat, and sleep with bare naked feet. And yes, it is okay to put on a warm pair of socks if your tootsies are getting cold. Now, next, setting aside 10 to 15 minutes every second day or more to give your feet an actual workout is critical. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Now, many of the exercises I'm about to mention are inspired by the book Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief, and that's by biomechanist Katie Bowman. I'll put a link to that again at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 434. Now, if you have some serious foot pain, I highly recommend that you purchase that book. But here's some stuff you can work on in the meantime. Now, the first thing is to walk on uneven surfaces. When you're out in a natural environment, there are rocks and hills, both soft and hard-packed dirt, steep inclines, steep declines, and all kinds of fun variations in the terrain. These variations challenge the joints in your ankles, your knees, your hips, and also the tiny bones and ligaments and muscles in your feet. 
Now, even if you aren't barefoot or wearing what's called a minimalist shoe, you can still make a point of venturing off the concrete and the paved paths and onto these natural surfaces. The next thing you can do is a single leg balance exercise. And this is as simple and yet as tricky as it sounds. First, find a flat surface, then stand on one leg with your knee straight and bend the other knee so you can lift that foot slightly off the floor. Then balance there for up to a minute before relaxing and switching legs. Now for an additional challenge, Bowman actually recommends keeping your arms by your side so you let your lateral hips do the movement. Also, make sure that you're positioning your foot straight and not turned out like a duck because that will reduce your lateral hip use as well. Repeat this balancing act up to three times on each leg. The next thing you can try is a big toe lift. Now this one begins with those familiar words, stand with your feet, hip width apart. Then next, focus on keeping all your toes pressed down onto the ground and then lift just your big toes. Hold them there for a few seconds, then lower. Repeat that one to three times. Now to make this even more challenging, Bowman recommends eliminating any sideways motion from the big toe as it lifts off the ground. We want to lift it up, not lift it up and sideways. And the next thing you can try is the pillow train walk. And yeah, you may feel a little silly doing this one, sort of like a kid building a pillow fort, but since when have we let feeling silly ever stop us, right? So get over yourself and create a short train or obstacle course of different sized pillows and cushions all across the floor. Then simply walk in your bare feet, of course, a few laps back and forth on top of the pillows. This is sort of the indoor version of walking on uneven surfaces that we discussed earlier. And then the next thing you can try is some plyometrics. A great way to condition your feet to withstand the impact of the ground is through plyometrics, also known as jump training. Doing some of these is especially important if you're used to always wearing shoes, since the cushioning of a normal shoe provides significant impact reduction and absorption. Now, plyometrics are simply explosive exercises in which you hop, you bound, skip, and reverse direction as quickly as possible after landing on the ground. For starters, though, you can just focus on some side-to-side -side hops or single-leg jumps onto a box or a stair. If this is a new movement for you, well, take it easy. It's better to do too few than to end up with added foot pain due to doing too much too soon. And the next thing you can do is roll your feet. Go and grab a tennis ball or a golf ball, slip off your shoes, and give yourself a one to five minute foot massage. If you can't find a ball, you can use one of those little wooden kitchen rollers that will allow you to get the same rolling action. After rolling and kneading the bottom of your feet, interlace your toes with your hand and press up against the balls of your feet and stretch the arches and the calf. In a nutshell, be your own masseuse. And the next thing you can do is to use your feet like hands. And this one seems more like playtime than it does a workout, but trust me, it'll help. Choose something in the room and point your toes at it, then flex your foot and point your heel at it. Hold both positions for five seconds, then release. Do this 10 times per foot per day. 
For an added fun challenge, you can try writing the alphabet with your toes in midair during the commercial breaks in your favorite TV show or whenever you have a few seconds to kill. The next thing you can try is to simply get up on your toes. This one is super easy. Simply stand on your tippy toes and walk around for one to five minutes each day. The only rule is don't let your heels touch the ground for whatever duration you choose. Start with just a few seconds, but work up to being able to do this for five minutes at one time. And the next thing you can try is to stretch the top of your foot. Now this one, you stand on one leg with your arms by your side, then reach, let's say, your left leg behind you, like you're on your way to a very small reverse lunge. Then point your toe and curl your toes under so the top of your back foot is resting on the top of its toes. Then gently press your ankle toward the floor until you feel a stretch along the top of your foot. Then you can hold this for up to a minute. Word of caution though, cramping can be quite normal when you first start doing this one. So if you cramp, just stop, shake your foot out, and once the cramp has released, start from the top again. And the final thing you can do is to stretch your toes apart. This one is my favorite. Since my toes have been constantly compressed inside the tight toe box of a shoe, or more often a snow boot or ice skates as well, I really need to stretch the spaces between my toes, and chances are you do too. There are two ways to do this, passive stretching and active stretching. To do the passive stretch, sit down, cross one ankle over the opposite knee, then using your fingers, gently spread your toes apart by sliding each finger between each toe. Gently stretch the toes away from each other. Start with doing this for about 15 seconds, but over time build up to a minute or more. To do the active version of this stretching, stand up with your feet hip-width apart and spread your toes as wide as possible, keeping them flat on the ground. Create as much space between each toe as possible. And yes, this is much harder than it sounds, so repeat as often as you like, with or without shoes on, throughout the day. It'd be really hard to overdo either of these stretches, so go to town. But having said that, be careful and go slowly. I really cannot stress this enough. Go slowly. Don't dive in and do every single one of these suggestions all at once. Think back to those pictures from 1905 and compare them to your feet. The difference should be an obvious indication of how much impact shoes have had on our body. So don't try to undo all of that damage in one week or even one month. A lifetime of wearing shoes has left our tender tootsies with a distinct risk of overtraining if we don't exercise caution. So do not leap feet first into barefoot sprints. Ease into these exercises with caution. And if you take your time and do this right, you can regain much of the foot strength and prowess that was your birthright not so long ago. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with heavy lifting and editorial support from Beata Santora. Our sprinting social community manager is Morgan Ratner, and our endurance advertising manager is Michelle Margulis, and our head coach at Macmillan Podcasts is Kathy Doyle. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at GetFitGuy, and of course at BrockArmstrong.com. So, what are you waiting for? Get out there and strengthen those feet.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.